It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And um, I was just watching this video about a guy who I guess travels the world, a black man, and he's with all these girls. You got a lot of girls. You know, you live in life, man. Spanish girls, white girls, all kind of girls. And he's getting a lot of backlash, apparently, from mainly black women for, um, I guess, displaying this lifestyle of his. He doesn't bash anyone in the process, by the way. I also want to throw that out there. He just literally lives his life, and his life just happens to be full of Spanish and white women. <laughs> because he's going to countries that are Spanish women like he's going to Brazil and shit like what the fuck did you think he was gonna do like you know what I'm saying these are women that you know not saying he in particular but they just few far in between they usually date within their own race in these countries here and when we live here but over there to them we're the exotic one you know it's funny it's like a mutual thing because it's like you're exotic to me and I'm exotic to you what's up <laughs> you know what I'm saying especially when you got that American swag and accent they like people, I think a lot of Americans forget that we're foreigners too. You know, the same way how we're always looking at Chinese people and and Jamaicans and Haitians and people who are not from America and don't speak like us, don't dress like us, don't carry themselves like us, don't have the same mentality as us. And the same way how that appeals to us, believe it or not, in certain places of the world, um, and you you won't learn this until you actually go out or until you at least talk to people who go out shit we we're like a prize to them like you know what i'm saying um so my whole thing is that's not the point of this episode i just wanted to tell you where i got the influence to go ahead and talk about this right i feel like and that guy's living his life so i'm not coming at him he's doing what i'm trying to tell you guys to do okay and this is where i've I've come to this conclusion because for the longest time including myself I felt, I feel like a lot of us black men are living within the confinement of black society and black society, especially in today's modern day is ran and controlled, I don't want to say ran, but more so controlled and dominated by the women, the black women. So the thing about it is this, when I say living cage and confinement, right, um, it could be anything as simple as the black man wanting to um, be with a certain race of woman, um, try other women, wear certain clothes, listen to certain music, eat certain foods, uh, display different characteristics and traits of their personalities, dance certain type of ways. I mean, it literally goes like into every realm of life. Or even if you're struggling with your sexuality, if you're a black man who wants to date uh, both men and women or if you're a black man who wants to date transsexuals or if you're a black man who wants to date just men you know a lot of black men point blank period are not being themselves and we see this huge front and this front goes deep guys it's not just about us not being ourselves this front leads to why the streets are so fucked up because every nigga felt that they had to be a street nigga I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you the roots of this shit is because you guys are living in the cages of confinement of being afraid to step out and be as loud as everybody else is when you look at the world everybody else is loud as shit Mexican man he don't give a fuck he gonna walk through your country your neighborhood with his boots on and his cowboy hat and he gonna listen to whatever music he wanna listen to he gonna dance how he wanna dance he gonna cut his hair any type of way the white man he lives very loud he 
You could be a millionaire and wear sandals and you don't feel comfortable um, having money and dressing like de- dressing down because you don't want nobody to know or think or assume that you broke. He can look broke. Nobody gives a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like um, the Asian man, everybody is living loud, including even black women. They witches now. They're pagans. They're they they have they're they're ephod they're everywhere they do whatever they want to do they wear whatever hair they do what they want to do they date who they want to date they disrespect a black man they get on the internet and say all kind of stupid stuff blatantly that we're not allowed to say and why are we not allowed to say it though are we not allowed to say it or are we once again living in the cages of confinement of black society that is ran by ultimately black women um because i don't know about y'all but i personally never gave a fuck what a nigga said but I can't lie and act like I didn't spend 85 to 95% of my life um, worried about what black women thought about me or just women in general. And obviously, because you're black, if you grew up, even though I would say 50% of my life, if not a little bit more, was spent in a more diverse area, it's still, I gravitated obviously towards the black people in that area. So I was still obviously around black girls who I cared about what they thought about me. And I've noticed the difference in when I'm around black girls. It's not black men. I can go, I'll give you an example. I was in the hood in East Atlanta, just chilling with around some niggas. I was being myself. Of being a nigga I always have been. Like I told you, or I don't know if I told you guys, but I've always considered myself, I guess, a mixture of both. You know, I guess I have a little street in me, but I got a, a little bit of suburb in me too. And it just, I, 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 I can't, I'm not like most people. Most people are one track and there's no offense to that. I wish I was like most people. Most people, they're skaters. That's just, they, everything about them is skater slash rock music. There's no other real side for real. But for me, like I said, I grew up split down the middle. So... I naturally am a, I'm like, I'm like two different people in one person, right? And I've just learned to kind of, at one point I felt like I had to be one way or the other way. And I just learned to kind of just be yourself. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you do this and you do that. And, but you also like to listen to this music. So what, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that is what it is. But when the black women came over, when the black girls came, oh, you know, niggas got to bring the hoes over. When, when the hoes came, as they called them, hoes came through, you know what I'm saying? Everybody changed, and I noticed it wasn't even just me. Everybody kind of got a little different, you know what I'm saying? And it was just like, damn, you know. Now, that same group of guys, I happened to invite to, I want to say a party, but it wasn't really a party, but it was like a party. Not like your typical party. And it was a very diverse party. And they had the time of their life. They even said, bro, yeah, yeah, well, we're going to come out again because... You know, I was telling myself, well, y'all got to come with y'all. Really need to do is come to me up to Kennesaw. We need to go up to West 22 and go up to Kennesaw, and y'all gonna like the partying up there. If you like that, this vibe, they said it was the best best party they ever went to. To me, it was a normal day. You see what I'm saying? Because they could they could really kind of let loose. And I'll tell you, I don't think they noticed it, but the big difference between what they were used to and what I had introduced them to was less black women, more open and friendly non-black women there was black men all throughout this party just like there's black men throughout all the events and parties they go to so why did they have the time why did they why did they tell me that was the best function that they've ever been to before what was the difference i can tell you the difference the difference is they were used to those east atlanta parties where all the black girls in there making you feel like if you ain't the freshest nigga if you ain't pulled up in the hellcat if you ain't got the pistol hanging off your waist uh you ain't nobody you ain't shit 
compared to these people, you really could have came in here. Shit, I was was crazy. They was making fun of my outfit because I was like, "What the fuck, y'all? This nigga so dressed up for?" They had on the um, Mason Margellas and the Louis. Ram. I'm like, "Nigga, niggas in there with water guns. Like, y'all ready for this? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are y'all ready? Like, what are y'all doing? This is not a nigga party. Like, you good? You could just you could have just came in sports shorts and flip flops, like everybody else in that motherfucker. And it's just that looseness of it. And it, it and it was black girls there. I mean. The type of black girls that were at that specific function that day, these are the type of black girls that hang out with white girls and Spanish girls. They don't really act like typical black girls. You know what I'm saying? And you can see this on them from a mile away. You don't have to talk to them to figure this out. Just the way they dress, their hair is real. Everything about them is just pure. They like to have fun. You know, they're cool. They're smiling. These are these are black girls that sometimes I don't even like to consider them black because there's just nothing about them that's black besides their skin. But at the same time, that's the double-edged sword. Another side of me say, well, no, this is what black women are supposed to be like. This is what, well, not to say supposed to, but this is what they should be like, or I wish they were more like. I'll just say that. I'll just say what I wish they were like, right? And a lot of black brothers don't realize that you have literally become a false person and you live your life caged into these insecurities. And it all stems from you wanting to impress black women who have these unrealistic standards see we all gonna want to impress women we're always gonna it's never gonna change if i send you right now to nothing but white girls in your life you're gonna want to impress them too but here's the difference they're impressed when you're just yourself they don't want you to be this super you know what i'm saying just just stiff ass nigga no they want you to to do things like you know what I'm saying like they want you to if you got man titties say take them out shake them like it's funny like make a joke out of it like where with a with a black girl you wouldn't even want to take your shirt off at the pool if you had man titties or, or a little a little belly or something like that you know what I'm saying that white girl's gonna and 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 the other girls they're gonna embrace you there's so many black men I've noticed this and I've even through myself you know through myself and I still struggle with it that are not living their lives to the fullest and being themselves and at that point bro if you're not if you're not one thing I learned the hard way bro in my in my early 20s if you're not being yourself bro you're not living bro you're just not I don't give a fuck even if the fraud that you are has made you millions of dollars I don't care if the fraud that you are has got you 16 bad bitches you're still hiding the best parts of you simply because and it traps you and you know you'll never tell me this you'll never tell your friends this but you know what those sides of you are and it may not be anything too deep or crazy but just still the fact that you have to kind of go in a corner somewhere and listen to this type of music or you have to go over here and dance this type of way or make these kind of jokes or watch this kind of tv show or for the more deeper stuff if you like to you know get into different type of vices or if you like to um if, like I said, for the niggas that deal with sexuality struggles, and, you know, a lot of the time those sexuality struggles could just be a phase, but you don't even get the chance to explore them. So they're not, they're not a phase. What they are, they end up trapping you for the rest of your life. Even though you could have went through it, got through it, got it over it, whatever, but you're scared. Why are you scared? Are you really scared of what black men think about you? I'll ask yourself that. Because black men have been taught to shut the hell up in the last 10 years. They don't have much of a say anymore. So you don't really care what a nigga think because a nigga going to let you live his life, live your life simply because when a nigga is too pressed about another nigga these days, we call him a hater. We call him gay. We say, damn, what you on a nigga dick for? So believe it or not, you're not worried about black men anymore. Now, in the 90s, early 2000s, hell yeah, I was worried about what a nigga think about me because that shit could turn to violence. But nowadays, and niggas was allowed to be haters back then. 
Like people didn't realize it, but niggas back then were allowed to be haters. For example, just a quick example. 50 Cent in, in game got into a beef, right? If, if you're my age or older, you remember this beef. It happened in around like, what was that, 2005, 2006, right? The game at one point, yeah, they made this song about each other, but the game at one point made a 15-minute song about 50 Cent and G-Unit. 15 minutes. Then he went on to make a movie. In the movie, he found a way to squeeze a disc to G-Unit in it. You do that right now, and niggas gonna call you lame. Back then, it was hip-hop. It was normal. You see what I'm saying? Back then, that was being, like, now, no. Like, that nigga, you can't make no 15-minute song about a nigga. That's just a little bit too much dick riding these days. Back then, that was, that's that's rap beef. You see what I'm saying? So, it's, it's changed now. But the one thing that was consistent back then, and now, and tomorrow, is the black girls are going to always be stiff on a nigga. They're always going to expect you to be these, these, like, balance of just, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't even know how to explain it to you. They want you to be, like, and now they want you to be the street nigga that goes to college, that shoots niggas, that goes to jail, that loves women, that fucks bitch. Like, bruh, how can I be all these things at one? <laughs> yeah, activist who is in shape but got a little flaw here and there with the huge dick but at the same time he don't share it with nobody that's super not gay but at the same time you respect gay like bruh like bruh 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 oh and the biggest one you have to marry and date nothing but them you see and it's this conditional love I've been telling you guys about for the longest time and and, and I, I'm just tired of seeing it. And it's sad. It's sad to see how many black men give so much, including myself, give, have given so much energy towards these women who don't even have credibility. They're not even in love with themselves. They're not even displaying who they are. Why do we care what they think? They can't even be who they want to be. And wh- whose fault is that? It's not ours because we're constantly telling them you actually look better as yourself. We constantly tell them Shit, turn up, be feminine, get in the water with us. Come on, let's go in the. I took a girl, I took a black, I took a, took a black, I took a. I went to the beach, uh, two two stories, right? This happened around the same time in my life. And I've been to the beach plenty of times. I'm just saying this, this two times this happened. I was dating a white girl. I went to the beach with my homeboy and his mom, right? And um, it was like his graduation present, and and we went to the beach. And I was dating a white girl at the time. She couldn't come. The whole time I was talking on the phone. Right, because he was also dating a white girl at the time too, and the white girl that he was dating was her best friend. So it was like a four-way thing. Beautiful, right? Isn't that always beautiful? Especially when you're young, 18, 19 years old. That's those, those good old days, right? So the four-way relationships. Oh, those were so fun. So, <laughs> so especially when that's your dog, like you know, your dog, dog, like you know, that shit was definitely fun, right? So I remember the whole time she's like, "Oh my God, I wish I could be there. We would go in the water and we would go swimming." Da, 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 da. Long story short, you know, of course, our relationship didn't work out, obviously, right? About a year or two later or whatever, I end up dating a black girl. Me and her actually go to the beach. This bitch wouldn't even come put her feet in the water. Now, I know some of y'all black girls like, ah, but it ain't all of us. It don't matter if it ain't all of you. It's more than enough of you to say fucking eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I don't know which way to go. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get from one of you motherfuckers. So it's just best to just go ahead and just not deal with you motherfuckers or at least not give you no credibility and not have any great expectations from you. Like, I don't, uh, yeah, it may not be. I've seen plenty of black girls, ghetto girls and all in the motherfucking pool, in the motherfucking whatever. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been to a black pool party? 
I used to run with this little, I guess, crew of rappers or whatever they want to call themselves. I ain't gonna say their name out of respect for them and myself. But um, they they used to have these pool parties every year. They still do, actually. Um, they have these pool parties every year. I never wanted to say it to their face, but in my mind, I'm like, yo, we might as well just have a regular party. Because don't nobody get in the fucking pool. I mean, we're literally just standing around. A, a, I mean, it, it's literally risky at this point. I mean, because nobody's getting in the pool. So, like, having this big body of water in between us, it's risky. What if I get my phone wet? Like, what if I drop my pistol in that motherfucker? I mean, that's all we got in here is a bunch of fresh-ass niggas and fresh-ass black women who are, don't want to even put their feet. I mean, what do we have to pull for? You see what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? When I say it's risky, does that make sense to y'all? I, mean, I hope y'all understand what I mean when I say it. it's, it's risky business. Because we're not. it's not like we're swimming. We didn't even come dressed to swim. Like, the fuck are we going to a pool party wearing nothing but Ralph Lauren outfits? Okay, well, one of us trip and fall into this water, we'd be mad as shit. Your iPhone destroyed, your weed fucked up, your gun got, well, the gun would be all right, but you know what I'm saying? Everything else just wet, your clothes wet, you can't go to the club tonight. Why are we having a pool party for? To look at it? Thank God nobody got fucked up in there, got the fighting in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? We be some mad motherfuckers falling in the goddamn pool. Nigga done knocked your ass out. You done stumbled. Nigga, or the nigga done rocked your shit. You done stumbled back and fell into the pool. At a white pool party, you wouldn't give a fuck because shit, you came there to get wet. You'd probably be happy you fell into that motherfucker because you now you now you wear where the hose is at. Have you ever been to a diverse or or predominantly white pool party? And them motherfuckers is in the pool, okay? All right, they can't stay out of the pool. They got pool games going on. They be doing all kind of shit. Everybody, let's play chicken. Like, Marco Polo. Uh, Yes, it's Liddy. You go to the black pool party and it's stiff as fuck. And I'm just saying in general, yes, there's still a lot to worry about with the the black man as well. That's why I limit my interactions with black people. I'm not even gonna lie. It's not a self-hate thing. I just pick and choose the type of crowds of black people I go around. I, I, right, my, my black crowd these days has changed. It used to be the hood. But now my, my, my preferred black crowd is more so like the Edgewood Avenue. If you're from Atlanta, you know, like, you know, a bunch of scammers. Because a lot of times these guys are more fun to be around. They're more understanding. They, they like different music, too. They like to dance differently, too. But it's like a lot of black people don't realize that they're not even who they think. You think you're this person. You think you're this nigga who listens to Lil Baby all day, every fucking day. You, God damn, I've been around something. I'm like, bro, like, can you at least play some NBA Youngboy or something? Like, shit. Like, you, you know, I mean, I, I, shout out to Lil Baby, but damn. Nigga, I mean, you don't even got that many songs. Like, how the fuck you keep playing? Like, nah, but for real though, um, you know, like, they playing all these different songs. They got the same music going on over and over again. Uh, you think that's who you are because you've never took the time to step out and see who you might possibly be if you didn't feel like looking cool all the time. If you didn't feel like trying to impress a bunch of other niggas and bitches all the time. And have you ever asked yourself, look at these niggas and bitches you trying to impress? I mean, it's to the point where the rapper, right? He makes it out of the hood. He goes and gets all this money. He's driving all these cars. He's doing all these cool things. And, and he's around all these rich people. And for some reason, he still feels the need to impress a bunch, impress a bunch of broke niggas. He still want to carry the big gun on his waist, even though he knows he has security guards that can do that for him. He still want to go out there and get in trouble. He still want to supply the hood with dope and make extra money. Like he still want to do stupid shit because the real reason is this. 
He he does he wants to impress you guys. That's it doesn't it, I don't want to hear anything else. At the end of the day, I'm not saying that could be the only reason for these men, but what I'm telling you is that that is a very huge factor in it whether they realize that or not. They're trying to impress you. Why is Tupac? Why is Tupac one of the biggest superstars in the world? This dude has been in so many movies. He's had hit record after hit record. He dated Madonna. He's tied in with Jada Pinkett Smith. He with all these girls. He's a sex icon. Or what they call it? Is it a sex icon? Sex symbol? He's a sex symbol. He's a rap legend. He's an acting legend. Why is, why is he leading a bunch of bloods from Compton through an MGM casino lobby to jump on a, a real crip nigga from Compton? And he's from Baltimore and New York? In Oakland? Huh? What more could that be than to, oh, I'm still a real nigga. I gotta still be a real nigga. Now look where he's at. Huh? Why, all due respect, why is Young Dolph driving around the streets of Memphis by himself with a pistol? Huh? Why, 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 why is Nipsey Hussle worried about who is snitching and who's not? Nigga, take the picture and just keep it moving. If no, if he's from the 60s, you from 60s, he's still in the 60s, you've moved to the hills. Clearly, if he's such a fucking rat, if them niggas is actually living that life consistently 24-7, haven't touched that man, and he feels comfortable in broad daylight to walk up to you and take a picture with you, bro, just tell the nigga, hey, I'm only taking pictures with ladies today, or something like that. What the fuck you gotta call the nigga a rat to his face for? Okay, so it's to impress. It's all I'm telling you. If you say it's oh, he's integrity, it's integrity, and just no, it's impressing niggas. See, when you hear that, you hear the negative connotation of. That's why some of you guys right now are probably struggling with that. You're like, I, well, I don't try to impress nobody. I don't give a fuck. But you don't realize at the end of the day, the last thing you want to be is called a lame. So you will literally shape your whole life around avoiding being called a lame. You will shape your whole life around avoiding being called a faggot. You will shape your whole life around of being avoiding being called a white boy or a suburban nigga. And what's funny about the suburban nigga part is that every single one of these niggas that call you that want to be rich. And every single one of those niggas that call you that, that want to be rich, are always slinging their dick in every single piece of pussy that they can get. And funny thing about all those guys who call you that, right, and, and want to be rich and are slinging dick in every piece of pussy they get... They're eventually, if they don't already have kids, will have kids. And the funny thing about those guys is a lot of those guys will be rich. And the funniest part about those guys is that eventually they're going to move to the suburbs. And you know the funniest part about those guys is eventually their kids are going to be suburban black kids too. Instead of making fun of you, they should have asked you a few questions. Hey, bro, what is like growing up up there, bro? So they can help their kids because they can't teach their kids ghetto shit in the suburbs. They're going to have to try to, but they don't know nothing because all the suburban blacks that they met, they pushed them away. So out of, out of fear of these things, we see, and I had a friend, grew up rich in the suburbs, both his parents in the house, ended up going to Georgia State. If you're familiar with Atlanta, you know Georgia State is downtown. He ended up hanging around a bunch of street niggas, long story short, years later, all this shit happened, all these murders, all kind of stuff go down, right? Scamming, trapping. All this stuff, right? One day, 
me and somebody who I thought knew better, right? This is a local DJ here in Atlanta. Not my friend, the one that, the suburban guy, I call him Tariq. <laughs> we'll just call him Tariq for this conversation because that's literally what I call him this day too. Tariq from, you know, um, Power, <laughs> right? So, uh, not even, because at least he comes from gangsters. Like, this guy doesn't come from a line of gangsters. So, one day we're just joking because he was on house arrest facing a murder charge, right? And I said, it's me, my homeboy, we're, go, we're just going to call him Tariq. Tariq and his friend, who is like a mutual friend of ours, but I, I met this other guy through him. He's a DJ here in Atlanta, and he hosts a big party. <laughs> I like to throw a little shade here and there. I'm not going to lie to you. Anyways, so these are things only certain people, when I, when I say little stuff like that, only maybe one or two people will understand. Oh, here he go. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, he's, a, he's a DJ, right? He wants to send me a, a message. These little pussy-ass fake pages love to want to send me messages. No, you black bitch or you beta male motherfucker. I don't want to talk to none of y'all hoes, okay? Anyways, like I was saying, I was like, and I just said it. I wasn't even trying to expose him. I wasn't trying to expose him. I really wasn't because I really thought at least if anybody, I know his street friends didn't know, but this guy... I was like, hey, he's got to know, right? He's he's a real friend of yours. He's probably been to your house, I figured, right? So I say to him, I say, and mind you, we're, at, we're in my neighborhood on Godby Road in College Park. And, I, and we out there smoking and shit. And I say, man, you tripping. If I was on house in that big-ass mansion, because he rapped too. I said, I'd have been walking around with that motherfucker acting like it was mine. It's like, yeah, you know, just another day in the crib. You know, they got me on this house rest for that body. And I was just talking shit. And his friend was like, Mansion, nigga, you was in a mansion, and I just said, I'm like, you ain't know that nigga rich, like rich. See, he he's portrayed to everybody he's met in Atlanta since he he moved to Georgia State in college that he's like them, and those cars that he be driving, they think that he got them out the mud. No, he got them from his parents. He got them from his parents. That's not my assumption. That's what I know. I know his parents. <laughs> okay, like I know his parents. The last time I saw his mom, his mom gave me the biggest hug you could even imagine. His mom bought me my birth certificate. That's how well I know his mom and them. His mom bought me my birth certificate from New York. Okay? Like, yes. The Camaro, the BMW, the Acura, all three of the cars came from his mom and dad. How did he beat that murder charge? His mom and dad got him a $100,000 lawyer. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, but to everybody, even the guys who he shouldn't even feel the need to do this to, he's portrayed himself to be downtown, oh, I'm going to say his name, you know, he's uh, Tyreek, he's, he's portrayed himself to be downtown Tyreek that's from the city, and I'm not saying he goes around lying to people, I've, I personally have never heard him lie to people, and it's nobody's business at the same time too, but at the same time, like, bruh. You have it good. That's a beautiful thing. Because one day, as you see all these niggas now, they, want, they don't want to live on Bankhead no more. Where they want to live now? Buckhead, right? One day, it's going to be cool to say, yeah, I'm from the suburb. What the fuck? I ain't from no fucking ghetto. Watch. Watch. Mark my words. The, that's how the world works, where everything flips eventually. And the same way, same way, all throughout the 90s, 80s, 2000s, even 2010s, it was more cool in the black community to say, I'm from the hood, I'm from the struggle, I'm from the... Watch, in the future, the the black kids that grow up rich are going to be the ones like, 
Wait, you're from the hood? And you're going to have hood kids running to the, their cousin who got some money house. Begging their mama, mama, can I go stay with aunt, aunt, Uncle Uncle Jerome and them, the lawyer? Please. They're going to be running to the suburbs so they can be like the suburban black kids who at 16 years old get a car. And they ain't just talking about any old car either. Okay? Who shit on a Saturday, they just go sit, sit at a country club at a pool. My dad, tell you, y'all know my story. My dad, I used, when I used to live with him, Nigga, I just walk right up the street. Uh, boom, I'm at the country club, ordering food, big gym, big view, ordering drinks. Hello. Yeah, I ain't got to pay for shit. All that shit go on a tab. And actually, what's crazy is I used to feel bad. I, I, never, I didn't tell my dad I was ordering all this fucking alcohol and food, right? But guess what? What I didn't even know, because the other day I was talking to my sister about it. I was like, yeah, when I used to live with dad, I used to go to the country club all the time up the street. What I didn't even know was, look, look at me. I'm, see, I'm still, look. See, I'm still paranoid. I'm over here whispering it like anybody can hear me. <laughs> I'm like, yo, y'all know that. What I didn't know was that, I used to wonder why he bitches about everything, but he never bitched about the goddamn country club bill. Because I was up in there every day after work or whatever I was doing in life. I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was going to school at the time. I think I was going to Georgia Piedmont Technical College at the time. And I would just go up there and just pamper myself, you know, just luxury, you know, just luxury life. You know, uh, Tommy is bad and bougie, you know what I'm saying? Acting stupid. Hello, where you going? I don't know, but it's snowing. Ooh, I'm trying to get cold, baby. I'm dropping gems like an ice slim, iceberg slim like jewelry, baby. <laughs> I be saying dumb shit, huh? Trying to sound cool. See? And that, but listen, I would go up there and I was so scared because I... Every month I would think he's going to come into this room and just be fucking mad. Like, $2,000, nigga. But what I found out is there was a there's a specific membership for him. So he pays it regardless. So you're supposed to order food. Like, you, like if you don't, he still pays that amount of money. You see what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? So you have to. It's like, not, not necessarily you have to, but you'd be a dumbass not to take advantage of it. Because you, you still, it's like, it's like if you pay a Netflix bill, but you don't watch Netflix. <laughs> like nigga, you might as well watch this motherfucking never. You know what I'm saying? The other day I was like, for example, the other day, right? Funny, funny, quick story. I was going to unsubscribe from Stars because shit, they say no, no more Power for six months. So I'm like, if I only watch Power, I mean Stars is whack. Besides Power, and Fifty Cent has having problems with them. And, you know, me and Fifty Cent, we got the same birth birthday. You know what I'm saying? He pretty much my dad. He just don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Fifty Cent, call me man. He call me. Instantly. Nah, but I'm just playing. But like, I, I like Fifty Cent. So I support Fifty Cent. So I support what he does because one day I want to work with him on some film stuff and maybe some music too. But like, Fifty Cent, right? He not fucking with Star right now, and I ain't fucking with Stars either. So I was, I'm unsubscribe from them niggas. Then I, then they then they then I went in my bank account, and I noticed there was a a, a decent little chunk of money. I'm not rich, uh, about, about about maybe forty dollars that was gone. And I was like, what the hell? So I look at my shit. I'm like, oh shit. They done all my subscriptions. I'm subscribed to everything: Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix. I'm subscribed to every motherfucking thing. Everything, 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 every motherfucking thing. Okay, I'm subscribed to everything in that motherfucker. So, I'm looking at the list. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep that. And I see it says stars, eight ninety nine. Star, what the fuck? Because I had forgot. Oh, you didn't never unsubscribe, you stupid nigga. So I'm like, damn. I remember I said out loud, I said, well, I'm finna watch all the stars, Dan. If I'm gonna pay for this motherfucker, I'm finna watch this motherfucker. You feel me? Like, so it's just like that's the kind of thing it was. But anyway, let's get back on track, right? So. We see this so much 
And uh, before I go any further, I do want to go back to a comment I made earlier. I don't think I went. Y'all know me. My brain's all over the place, moving like a thousand miles per hour, right? But I mean, that's why I love you guys who listen, because I know you guys have a hard time keeping up with me because I have a hard time keeping up myself. Sometimes I say things and I just go into another thing and I forget to go back to that thing. Earlier, I did say something about black women are also kind of in the same boat as us, but it's not our fault. Well, that's big. And I think I did actually kind of cover that, but um, that's because they put these things on themselves. You see what I'm saying? The whole world is telling the black woman, you're free. You do what you want to do. You wear your hair how you want to wear your hair. You're going to do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? You're going to act how you want to act, blah, 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 blah. So they're free. And a lot of them are starting to recognize that. And that's why we have these arrogant ass black bitches these days that are just rude as shit for no reason, because they recognize their freedom. And that's why they feel like that's why you have this. This is our favorite one right here, right? They see the black girl with a white white man. You go, sis. Love is love. Love is blind. You go, sis. Black man with a white woman. Fucking cool. Fucking sell out. It takes a certain level of freedom to be that goddamn hypocritical. You know what I'm saying? It takes a certain level of freedom, especially in our history and our history. The white man's been sticking his dick in you. It just back then he was doing it by force. We used to get murdered for even looking at a white woman. If you ask me, shit, me being with a white girl is is motherfucking showing progression, bitch. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Because about 40, 50 years ago, they would have hung my ass for looking at her, for whistling with her. You, you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm walking around with your woman. Remember how you used to walk around with mines? Mm. Remember what you did to my, to my woman, Sarah Bartman? Hmm. Mm. So, so really, y'all is the unprogressive ones. If anybody's a cooner to sell out, it's when the and I don't think anybody's a cooner to sell out because they want to date outside their race. It's 2022. But at the same time, if somebody's a cooner sell out, it damn sure can't be me. Shit, that's progression. I'm with the master's wife. Fuck him. <laughs> you and master? How the fuck I'm the sellout? Yo, can I get an amen? Like shit. She with master. I'm with Master's wife. Who's the sellout again? Who's the coon? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Not to mention, you treat Master way better than you treat me. Shit. Who's the fucking coon and sellout again? Who's the coon and sellout? Come on now. Who's the coon and sellout? Can't be me shouting. Can't be me shouting. Because shit. I'm good. You know what I mean? It can't, it can't be me, my brother. So, at the end of the day... We living in these these restraints, bro. Like now they're trying to shame men like me who have podcasts. They're making these videos talking about some oh, welcome to the woman haters club, and they're like mimicking like our podcast and stuff like that. Not my podcast specifically, but podcasts like this one. So, so, so now they don't want you talking. They don't want you dressing certain ways. They've already got you where they want you there. They don't want you progressing in life they got you going to jail and hitting the streets because they don't want nobody who ain't no street nigga they love the street oh girl I love me a street nigga. you know they they got you fucked up they don't let you listen to certain music they, yeah he listened to beyonce he's gay oh he listened to that white boy music he act like a white boy they don't want you doing this they don't want you doing that they don't want you doing nothing and now nigga you better shut up you better shut the hell up too no i'm begging the black man at this point to say fuck black women, bro. For once in your life, just look in yourself in the mirror and say fuck black women. And I mean that with all due respect. Say fuck black women and ask yourself. And I don't mean go out there and treat them like shit. 
That's not what you do. Because the beautiful thing about my life now is actually my interaction with black women have gotten way better because I don't give a fuck what they have to say about me. Because I don't really give them any attention. Because they have, and they can tell by my demeanor, you have no credibility with me, bitch. You better appreciate the fact that I'm smiling at you and I said, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, or hey, how you doing? Can I get this? Can I get this? Can I get this order, please? Okay? That's it. They can trust me. Women in general can feel energy, even when they don't understand it. I want to, don't let it go over your head. I'm going to say that one more time. I bet it went over most of y'all head. They can feel energy, even if they don't understand it. Okay? So it don't matter if they're thinking like that or not. All right? You have to, at some point in your life, say, you know what? Fuck black women and fuck the rest of the niggas that stand with them. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to blank, 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 blank. I'm going to blank, 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 blank. I am blank, 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 blank. And who gives a fuck what this frigid ass bitch thinks about it? Because look at her. Who the fuck is she to talk about any of us? That motherfucker ain't got it right either. Okay? You know what it's like? A motherfucker in a wheelchair making fun of a motherfucker on crutches. It's like a, it's like, it's like, it's like if a deaf nigga made fun of a blind nigga. Or if a blind nigga made fun of a deaf nigga. It's like a dark-skinned nigga making fun of another dark-skinned nigga. Can I get an amen, hallelujah? It's like a nigga in a Ford making fun of a nigga in a Chevy. Bitch, you not better than me. Okay, and even if you were shut the fuck up because everything you have can and will be taken away from your arrogant ass pretty soon. Okay, you understand that? Do you dig that motherfucker? You ever heard of? Hold on. Psalm 37. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong for like grass. They soon fade away like spring flowers. They soon wither trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. That is Psalm 37. I'll read it again. Don't worry about the wicked or envy those who do wrong for like grass. They soon fade away like spring flowers. They soon wither. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Now, let me break that verse down to you and why I brought it up. Because that is literally the background on my phone. And it's been that for about eight months now. Okay. What I'm using that reference as is this. You can do whatever it is. But you need to live your life and you don't need to worry about the wicked. You don't need to worry about somebody who is just as corrupt as you, who's just as lost in the sauce as you. And they so lost in the sauce, they want everybody lost in the sauce with their miserable ass. Okay? And you don't need to envy them. You don't need to 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 put your heart upon them and, and place your heart. Well, well, what do they think about this? And what is she gonna think about that? You don't need to worry about what they got going on. Don't worry about shit that they got going on because like grass they soon will fade away like spring flowers they soon wither what are spring flowers what's the significance of spring flowers in that verse y'all seasonal okay and just like how one day they want future the next day they want Russell Wilson come on they don't hear me though come on they don't want me in my bag they want me in a box hold on Hold on. They don't want me in my bag. They want me in a box. Just like how one day they want you to be future and the next day they want you to be Russell Wilson. Then they get Russell Wilson and they say, well, I want you to be a little bit. Can you be a little bit? Just just a little bit more like future. And that's just not realistic because those things will cancel each other out. Right. 
So like spring flowers, they soon wither. They say, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Trust in yourself. And we are image of God. Trust in yourself. Trust in, I don't listen to what I want to listen to. Trust in, I'm going to date who I want to date. I'm going to travel where I want to travel. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I'm going to dress how I want to dress. I'm going to put my hair how I want to put my hair. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to display fully whenever I choose to the best parts of me, which are the parts that I remain hidden. The worst parts of you what you show. See, you show the thug. Yeah, yeah, you show the nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. You show your ass, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You show your ignorance, okay? Yeah, you show your violence, okay? You show your hypersexuality, okay? But what you don't show is that loving man that's in there. You don't show that man who likes to listen to techno music. You don't show that man who wants to go square dancing and go fishing. You don't you don't show that. That's the best parts of you though. You don't show the Christian side of you, the Muslims. You don't you you show the nigga. It's to the point where even when you do decide to be brave enough to kind of bring some of it out, you still feel like you gotta tiptoe around with it though. Okay? But you go show the nigga all motherfucking day, right? Say, trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. You won't ever be happy in life. That's the prosper. Safely is the comfort, okay, and security of being able to be yourself until you trust within yourself and say, you know what? I no longer lean on the handicappedness of the black society that tells me I have to dance to this. I got to know this movie. I got to watch this movie. I can't listen to this music. I can't wear these clothes. You have to get off of that, sir. And ma'am, too, if this is bothering you as well, right? Because there's sometimes I listen to certain messages that are just for women, and I and I, I feel like, hey, you're talking to me, too. So maybe there are some women listening right now, and you needed to hear this message as well. But you have to get off of this. Whoever I am speaking to, I hope, I hope so. Because at the end of the day, I may say whatever I say, but I still love black women. I still love black women. I always will love black women. I always will have a place in my heart. It might be a small little place, and it's getting smaller, but they still... There's a lot of motherfuckers who don't have a place to put it that way. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But they always will have a place in my heart because at the end of the day, I grew up with them. And they my people. At the end of the day, they're all going to be a representation of me no matter where I go. They always will represent me. Somebody's always going to look towards me. If I'm the only black man in the room and a black girl acting up, everybody's going to stare at me. Period. It don't matter if I came in there with 15 white girls, 15 white guys, and I live in the suburbs, and I talk like Vince, and I drive my own, I, you know, hang guys, and all of that. It don't fucking matter. Everybody gonna look at her, and then look at me. Period. She's always gonna be a representation of me, so I have to care about her. But what I don't have to care about is what the fuck she has to say, because the bitch ain't got no credibility any motherfucking way, okay? So what you gotta do is step the fuck away, and you've gotta do what's best for you. And if that's, hey, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not here to encourage anything, but if that's whatever you wanna do, and like I said earlier, a lot of for you, a lot of you, and for a lot of a lot of black men, it may be struggling with your sexuality. You might wanna go try something new, but the only who are you worried about? You worry about the woman because you're never going to date me and I'm never going to want to date you. So so let's look at the sexuality part. And I've, I've been meaning to discuss this for a while because black women love to complain about download this, download that. But who's the one keeping these niggas in the closet? Let me tell you something. Black woman, you may not have built that closet, but you damn sure have have put a lock on it and, and stood by the door, which peek, keep peeking in to see who in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And that shit make niggas want to stay in the goddamn closet. They're not scared of me. 
Trust me, they're not scared of me and what I'm going to do or say to them. They're scared of you. Because deep down inside, they know that they don't really want to go fully over there. But they might want to go see something or they might have been molested or raped growing up or something. And guess what, black woman? While you over there always talking about it, you don't realize that every time you say something like that, every time you call a nigga gay because he dressed a certain type of way, he's, you've never seen him with a man, you've never heard of him with a man, but you keep putting gay on certain characteristic traits that you don't even put on the white man, by the way. Mm, let's talk about it. When the white man do that same shit, he don't get called gay. See what I'm saying? Can you know why? Because in his community, he's free. He's so free within his own community, he's even free with even within yours. Come on now, y'all don't, they, y'all don't hear me though. That's how free he is to the point where even a black girl see a white guy doing some shit that if a black guy did, what would they call you? Girl, he kind of sus. He kind of zesty. When Zach does it and Brad and Chad does it, it's funny. It's, it's, they're just being themselves. Shut up, Tommy. Oh, but when I did it, I wasn't being myself. I was being a faggot. Remember? I was being on a down low. I was zesty. I was suspect. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm trying to tell you guys, right? You have to get away from them. I mean, think about it to the point where literally almost everything a black man do these days is gay to black women. Everything. Nigga, you get in shape and and you got a, you, you know, you in shape and you ain't got no hairy chest, no hairy stomach. You got a nice shaved stomach or, or whatever the case may be. They call you gay. You go over there and hang out with them white and Spanish girls, they call you sexy. What the black woman calls gay... The Spanish, the Asian, and the white women call it sexy. What the black women call gay, the other races of people call it having fun. Call it being yourself. Call it turn up. Do that shit again, brother. And it's not because they want you to lose your identity. See, some black women, some pro-black women somewhere would hear this episode and try to say that's because they want you to lose your identity. No, it's not. That's your, that is your identity. The black woman wants you to remain confined within what she thinks is your identity and what she wants your identity to be so she can still maintain control over you and have you wherever she wants you, whenever she wants you, however she wants you. Your identity is that Demi Lovato song that you like. I really like this one song by Demi Lovato called Cool for the Summer, okay? I fucking love that song. I wrote three movies based around that song. Three. It's a three-point series, a three-part series, cool for the call, and I call it cool for the summer. And it's literally these concepts are mind-blowing. I love that song. I always told myself, as soon as I get rich, I'm gonna buy a convertible, I'm gonna speed down Peachtree or something, blasting that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't care. I play the shit now. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But a black girl would hear me listening to that, or would go on my phone and see, um, I got a girl playlist. I call it Girl World, and it's all the girl songs that I like. Kalani, I got Kalani Crazy in there. I got Demi Lovato, Cool for the Summer in there. I got a couple songs by Madonna. One of my favorite albums of all time. Three, two, two, three of my favorite albums of all time. Rihanna, Anti, the Beyonce, Beyonce album, and Madonna, Ray of Light. They go on my phone and see that shit, they gonna call me gay as a motherfucker, ain't it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But then, but guess what though? I ain't gonna say no names. But I done showed other races of women in my playlist. And they, wow, you. <coughs> Sorry, hold on. Oh my god, da, 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 da. they like it. They're like, wow, a guy who listens to all kind of music. Wow, you're so cultured. Oh my god, blah blah blah. They like it. I would never dare show a black girl that shit. And somebody else said, well, Dan Tommy, didn't you just tell us to not care what they said? Exactly. They don't get to even see it. 
Because I don't have time to deal with their bullshit. And the shit that they go out there and they tell people certain things and and, and see, mostly y'all still give them credibility. So when they go run their mouth, y'all believe them. And next thing you know, I'm knocking a nigga in his fucking tooth because he done tried me talking about some well, she she said you gay, bro. Who said that shit? Who who, who you talking about? Uh such such over there. Pop nigga, that was what was was really good. Like, what's up? Knock him out, then me and him get into a fight, then me and him get to shooting. One of us end up fucked up somewhere, right? All cause this black ass bitch. Went in my phone, or I showed her my phone, or I had my phone out somehow, or whatever. I played some song in the car. Today, I feel listening to Kid Cudi, bitch. So what? Like, Kid Cudi's a... You know how had a black girl try me about Kid Cudi? A black man? I mean, damn, if I can't listen to Kid Cudi, what the fuck I listen to around you? Oh, excuse me. Let me put on the little baby. That's the safest thing. That's the safest thing. Like, any, you know, you, you, you can't even listen to... To the backpack rappers around these hoes. Like, fuck Demi Lovato. That's taking it too far. You can't even listen to goddamn uh, Tyler Bequelli around some of these hoes. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing about it. Some of them you can, some of them you can't. I don't have time to keep rolling the dice. Do you, brother, listening? You want to keep rolling the dice? Because they'll say detrimental things about you to other people. And the next thing you know, you're getting tried up. And next thing you know, because you're getting tried up, now you don't have to lay a nigga out. So just to avoid the whole conversation... And having to ever lay a nigga out or get laid out by a nigga because ain't none of us invincible, especially not me. You know what I'm saying? Especially not you, right? At that point, what you gonna turn around and do, bro? You gonna keep caring what them bitches think or you gonna move the fuck away from them? It's up to you. I mean, I'm, I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. I'm here to give you advice. You take it, you don't have to take it. I'm here to help you see things in a different light. Really, not even, I wouldn't even say give you advice, honestly, because I'm not really giving you advice. I'm just telling you to look at things in a different light that a lot of you don't even realize how confined that you've become trying to impress black women completely and in a group of black men that aren't worth shit and do not deserve your attention. You know what I'm saying? Like so many of us have literally lost our own way trying to impress these people, trying their best to not live within certain, um, to to not live up to certain titles and disrespectful names that someone would call you and bestow upon you because of the way you dress, bro. Because of the way you want to wear your hair, because you want to dye your hair blonde or put a nose ring in your nose. And and, and, then, and then even when you look at the black men who have said, well, I, I dye my hair blonde. Look at Thug. He got the nose ring. He wear dresses. But look how he got to do it. Now he got to overcompensate for it and talk about shit that he not really finna do. Shit that, that shit that's beyond him. And even if, it, even if, it, okay, I take it back because we all know Thug is actually a thug. If you're from Atlanta, you know about Thug. He, he's going to do this shit, but why? See what I'm saying? It comes back down to impressing somebody, bro. It comes back down to pride and ego. And where it's nothing wrong with being a man having pride and ego, but where does your pride and ego fall? You see what I'm saying? It has to fall into something that's more righteous. It can't fall into bullshit all the time. It can't fall into fist fights and gunfire and getting a nigga knocked off. It can't always fall into that. And you that's that's why I say black society is so destructive, that's the only thing you choose to display. Is I'm gonna get a nigga knocked off. So even when you wear the dress. And you put the bull ring in your nose and dye your hair blonde like Thug would do, right? You still feel this need to get a nigga knocked off. How long can you do something like that before it come back on you and maybe even worse, your kids? You see what I'm saying? So this is the destruction of our culture. I call it the glorification of the ghetto. Like, these are the things that we find cool. 
Like, we sit around and brag and boast, and I've seen niggas literally get to fist fighting, arguing about whose neighborhood is worse than the other one. Like, that's cool to them. Like, that's, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Like, this, 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 this cesspool of blackness is destructive as fuck. Like, literally, I've seen two niggas get into a full-fledged fist fight that started off, nigga, nah, bruh, nah, my city had more murders last year than yours, bruh, bruh, I, bruh, the fuck, no, no, these niggas get the fighting, bro, there's a big fight, too, big old good fight, too, I ain't gonna lie, I can't even say who won that one, this is one I'm specifically thinking about, but beyond that fist fight, we've seen other situations very similar to that, where black men have gotten to it with each other, bragging about whose neighborhood is worse and you know what the funny part about it is half the time these two guys they don't put in any work in these neighborhoods nigga you not why it's bad so what you talking about like but even that right there even that right there that statement i just made i had to catch myself right there within that moment why do i have to put in work see what i'm saying like this is what we want from each other we don't want anything good like it's starting to change a little bit but we have to break the mold. We have to be able to tell ourselves, you know what, man? Fuck them. Like, seriously, with, with respect, though, not a fuck them like bitch go die type fuck you, but a fuck you in a sense of, um, I don't care what you think about me anymore. I don't care what you think about me anymore. I don't care what you say. I don't care about none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Like, you're going to call me whatever you were going to call me regardless. I'm going to stay out of your sight, out of sight, out of mind, because no longer do you have any presence in my life unless I decide to give it to you, because this is the type of shit that you want from me. You want me to be stiff and confined to the point where I don't even feel comfortable dating a certain woman. I was dating a white woman not too long ago. We went downtown and I told her to stay in the car while I went and spent an hour shopping, bro. Just because I didn't feel comfortable bringing her to where I was bringing her. Not because I worried about what black men would think. Because I knew that where I was going specifically was one of those real pro-black ass, black-owned restaurants full of black women shopping and eating there. And I didn't feel comfortable bringing her in there. And I had to tell myself, man, you was a fucking lame. I, I'm going to lie. Outside of this podcast, that's how I talk to myself. When I do goofy shit, I'm like, you're a fucking lame, bro. How the fuck you going to let that girl sit in that hot-ass car for an hour? You know that weight line in there is long as shit. You know the weight line in there is long as shit. You made her sit in the car for an hour, not because she's ugly, not because she's fat, not because you want some gay shit riding around with a nigger or some crazy shit like that. Simply because she's white. And who make me feel uncomfortable with a white woman? Not black men. Maybe a few, but fuck them niggas. Right? Them niggas goofy as hell. It's a black women because they built up what we gave them as false credibility to the point where we'd even care what they would say about us. I'm in a whole relationship or dating a white woman. And I'm worried about what a, what a black bitch I would never talk to is going to say about me when I walk out the door. That's how bad it is. It's to the point where we're so confined. And I know other brothers feel me, bro. Don't try to act like I'm the only nigga that feel this way. I've talked to other brothers about this too. And they've admitted this to me. We're so confined. We're worried about what you think. We don't, we don't, we don't have to say anything. Do I think that if I'd have brought that white girl in there, they would have said anything to me? No. They, but they would have definitely gave me a weird ass look. 
hit double backs and that enough is enough for me because I know what you're thinking and I know what you're going to say about me later on and I come to this restaurant all the time with or without that white girl in my life I'm going to still come there and now I'm that guy that y'all look at as that way but you know what I, you know what I have to do fuck y'all I'm coming to MF I'm bringing two white girls and you want to bring a sister with us to yeah you know what I'm saying Spanish girl Asian girl whatever whoever I want to walk up in that motherfucker with I don't want to go hang out with a tranny right now and walk up in there with a get what I'm walking up in there big old rainbow flag on my back who gonna stop me you know why because we gotta stop giving a fuck what people who don't give a fuck about us think about us these motherfuckers have shown I've already talked to you I don't, I'm not going to do that today I've already told you they don't give a fuck about you I've shown you for over a year now they don't give a fuck about you you have seen within your own self they don't give a fuck about you they don't care you told them stop wearing weave they told you I do what I want to do mind your own business you told them no don't promote abortion they say in my body my choice you told them take them ugly as eyelashes they said no take them bull rings at your nose they said no you, told, you asked them to smile they said no you told them let me see my child they said no but you have this you run around here stiff in your life because you're scared of what they think they don't give a fuck what you think they'll openly get on the uh, thing the other day that black girl gonna say there's no good black men in Atlanta they're all gay they don't give a fuck what you think. All these good brothers in Atlanta, Morehouse, Georgia State, Clark, Atlanta, Morris Brown, living in Stone Mountain, living over there by my daddy's house, living wherever they live. But they're going to get under telling them there's no good black men because they are all on a down low and they're all gay. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about you. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want. They're going to go date a white man. They're going to start divest channels on YouTube. They're going to tell all the black girls where the good white man is at. They're going to talk bad about the black man and call him conquered, call him weak, call him uh, dusty. But you scared to simply say black women have bad customer service. I'm ashamed of you niggas. It's time for us to break out this motherfucking cage. And remember that we're the motherfucking men. And we do what the fuck we want. We men, ain't we? Okay? We do what the fuck we want. And we don't wait for none of these bitches. None of these hoes, black, white, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican, Asian, yellow, punk of that, green grass. Don't give a damn. We don't wait for none of you bitches. We're going to do what the fuck we want. Just like that. And we're going to go where the fuck we are appreciated. Where we are embraced in our fullness. Not impartial. Not conditional. We're going to go where we are embraced fully. And if that means, unfortunately, I have to go date somebody who is not the same skin color as me and not from the same lineage as me, then fine. So fucking be it. And they can suck my left and right nut and kiss both my ass cheeks while I do it, too. Because they will never, ever stop themselves and refrain themselves from leaving you behind the very first chance that they get. They will never hold their tongue for you. The very first chance they get, they open their mouth about you to the whole fucking world and tell everybody how pathetic you are. Every chance they get, they come at you in any way that they want. Why do you care what they say? Why do you care? Fuck them. That's what I meant when I said, look in the mirror and look at who you've become and who you've let black society turn you into. And I want you to say, fuck them. Fuck them. Press down and shake it in inequity. I'm going to be me, loud and vibrant and violent if necessary. Because ain't nobody else but the black man forced to be that stiff. Everybody else is living their life. 
except for you. Everybody else. The only time you are able to just fully express is when you're expressing nothing but niggotry. Everybody else is themselves except for you, brother. Especially your own sisters. Everybody else. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out. Before I go, I want you guys to hear something, right? And this is from one of our fallen black men who is a another product of this corrupted black society. Um, and he died ultimately trying to impress other niggas. But this is a great song, and I do not own the copyrights to this music. All due respect to him and his family and anyone he left behind. This was one of my favorite rappers when he was out, when he was alive. I still love his music. We're going to get into this song, Live Your Life by Bankroll Fresh. And I want you to pay attention, you know, just listen to it with the ears that you listen to the episode, the segment. So that way you can understand where I'm coming from and why I want you to hear this. I'm only going to play up to the hook, Bankroll Fresh, Future is Spouty, Live Your Life. Yeah. Scream out of this motherfucker. She take pain, man. The boss. It's going to hurt. I ain't going to lie, it's going to hurt. Nope. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you go live your life, man. You only got one life to live. Stop going broke to impress broke niggas. Wear what you want to wear. Drive what you want to drive. Live where you want to live. Do what you got to do to survive. Fuck what a bitch say. Yeah. All right. For real. Young nigga ball, fuck it, live your life, brother. Young nigga ball, fuck it, live your life.